so good evening actually it's 11 12 in the evening here in the philippines and it's been a while since i've recorded since my first episode which was of course about the queerness of it all based on the title so hi again this is your the obvious and scene and for tonight we are going to talk about actually we get, we are going to talk about random things and these things although that um, actually I did not prepare for this I was just about to go to sleep and I saw a notification coming from podcast that my link is already available in a lot of platforms and i've been receiving a lot of feedbacks feedback rather about it and i'm really happy and at the same time um, i feel liberated because finally my story is out although although nobody knows my name nobody really listens um, by nobody I mean people people I know and people who knows me pe- people who know me <laughs> so that's about it for the intro for this one so actually in the past few days it's been quite a roller coaster ride especially that I've been doing a lot of things for work, for school, and especially in the middle of this pandemic, we need to up our game in terms of delivering education, quality education to our students. That's why we, or the admin, opted to give us a lot of webinars, seminars that will equip us with the proper the proper skills appropriate skills for the online teaching it's very difficult especially that not all students are capable or privileged enough to have the instruments for them to learn online a lot of students don't have laptops they don't have internet connection if they do have internet connection it's quite faulty or that they are staying or living somewhere remote and the connection or the cell reception there is quite faulty and inevitably that will really be a very huge factor in terms of how they will receive the knowledge the teachers in our school will try to give them during the online teaching and it's very difficult it's actually a huge challenge this one is a very huge challenge for not only the students but also for the teachers especially for those who are not that inclined with technology and at the same time those who are reluctant in using technology so basically one of those things yeah and um, probably that's about it about 
my work. Uh, and in the past few days, I've been doing some art stuff, like doing watercolor paintings. Or if I'm not too busy, I tend to write. I write down a lot of things. And yeah, about the art stuff. Um, recently, I was able to write one poem. Yes, yeah, I wrote it at first in English. And then I eventually decided to translate the said poem into a Cebuano one in our own language here in Cagayan de Oro. Cebuano, Bisaya, Vista. So I wrote it. Actually, I translated it. I translated my own poem. And actually, it's all about that one night of thunderstorms. I really woke up in the middle of the night. It was one in the morning. And I just jolted from, from my bed from where I was sleeping. And I just keep on, I, I kept on hearing thunder. I'm, I'm really not a fan of the sound of thunder. Although it signifies, of course, biodiversity, it's raining. It's, it's good because it's raining and it's cold. Um, it's not warm or hot. But the sound of that sudden sudden clap of the sky I don't want that because I, I easily get shocked so when that happened last time I was really woken by I was I was forcefully woken up by the thunder I woke up as I was looking around I was really, my heart was really beating fast that time because I was really afraid and in shock. Um, we have a term in Cebuano, nalimokawan, which means um, when you are in deep sleep and then suddenly you're, somebody wakes you up and then you wake up and that's the feeling. You don't know what's happening, you're shocked, um, you don't have any idea what's going on around you so that's it so I, I felt that way I felt my heart was racing that time eventually I calmed down and realized that it was raining very hard that night I that night that dawn and it was really terrifying because thunderstorm the, the loud thunder the 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 raindrops see it was a fearful fearful moment but as fearful, fearful as it may sound as soon as I tried sleeping again I tried going back to sleep I fortunately fell asleep immediately probably after two minutes based on my smartwatch after two minutes, I was asleep again, and I woke up the next morning. 
and I was able to write that poem. It's, it's a poem. Um, actually, it's I wrote in my laptop, and yeah, I wrote in my laptop, and then posted it. I actually posted that the poem. Excuse me. In Wattpad. I don't know. Not Wattpad. I'm not really a fan of Wattpad, by the way. Um, I posted in WordPress. Actually, I'm running a blog. Not a vlog. Not good with editing videos. I'm good at writing, so I will blog. That's a blog with a B. So I wrote it down and posted it. Actually, and surprisingly, there were a lot of people who liked it and even commented a lot of good things about it. Some even said that although they don't understand the language, they felt something when they when they were reading my poem. But that's good because, as we all know, poetry or even other forms of art should never impose something. And that's probably my philosophy when it comes to art. Art should never be imposing. Art should never force someone to look into something as green or as round. If others or if you yourself look at it as pink or square. Art is is freedom it's a good it's a good venue for just expressing our freedom and at the same time expressing our thoughts expressing what we really want to say especially if we are not good with we're not good with words but we are good at painting if we're not good with showing it then we we say it and we write it that makes art very beautiful and very personal because every time someone writes poem okay so I will stop my conversation here with this little bit because after this one I'll be talking more about art because that is my how to claim it that's my forte well, I'm I'm not really good with numbers, so the compensation here is my artistic side. So let's go into the next topic, which is art. So we are up for the second segment and the last segment for this episode which is all about art and me being an artist so earlier I was talking about actually I ended up talking about my art specifically my poetry um, I've been writing poems ever since I was in elementary however 
I started really indulging, indulging myself with poetry when I was in third year, I know, second year college. This was when we met, we had a teacher, professor rather. Uh, he's already, he's a Fulbright scholar right now, as of the moment. And he is, he was the one who inspired me to really write. He's a, go, uh, he's a good poet, and at the same time, he's also a writer, a fiction writer. He's been to a lot of fellowships. When I, what I mean by fellowships, um, fellowships, you, you become a fellow if you get to, get to join writers' workshops been to a lot and so I was I was really inspired to write poetry at first I was in, inspired to write creative nonfiction his subject during our time second year college was creative nonfiction and that was the starting point of my writing career career such a big word I started writing poetry, started to submit it to different publishing houses, even in online journals. I've published a handful, especially in Cebuano and in English. I have this, uh, if you are going, if, if you know me, you'll be able to, you'll be able to find out, or you'll be able to see how my my writing evolved from that very sentimental writer that I was before who needed a glass or a bottle of beer to write down a verse or two and transform that into someone who is mature enough to write something as painful as what I wrote for someone who left for Manila. That was two years ago, I think. Two, yeah, two years ago. And it's really cringy because, as I mentioned in the earlier segment, I was trying to update also my blog. I, I already created that blog way back 2013, 2012. I think it was first year college because the way I was writing, the, the way I wrote a lot of entries there it was really, really cringy. And by cringy, I mean there are a lot of emoticons, there are a lot of periods, there are a lot of prolonged words as if I was screaming in that entry. It was really informal, but actually that was really the tone of my blog then. It was really informal, and writer Bob Ong really was a huge influence on how I, how I wrote before. And then life happened. I, I read a lot of books, hundreds of books after, hundreds of poems after, hundreds of stories after. I can now safely say that I write differently. 
and I write better than I did before. But although there is improvement, it took me two years to write again. And it's so funny because the last time I wrote a poem, as I mentioned earlier, for someone who left for Manila, that was 2018 and now it's 2020. It's two years after. Because during that time, in between 2018 and 2020, I was too busy living my life. I was too busy um, dealing with problems, dealing with a lot of things, students, work, family, even um, love life. I was busy with a lot of things that I forgot to write. I was not able to write anything then for two years. Two freaking years. I wasn't able to revisit my poems. I wasn't able to revisit my poetry, my, my writing. I stopped with my craft because I was busy with my life. But that shouldn't be it. Because although it's forgivable, that's even a word. Because, again, as, you, as I mentioned earlier, in the earlier segment, art is, art is not imposing, art has its own pace, so when you create art, you don't say that, ah, oh, this, is, this is too late or this is too early. No, when you do art, when you make art, when you craft art, you are doing it in your own pace. And by your own pace, I mean, we don't say, we don't say that if you tend to write down, a, write a poem in, in 10 days and just finish one poem, you, nobody is entitled to say, you're late or that's, that's not enough. Because actually, that is more than enough because that's your own pace. If in that 10 days, you needed the time to contemplate what to write, what word to use, how you're going to attack the poem or the topic that you want to talk about, it's in your own pace, so you shouldn't be pressured. I've always thought of art as personal, it's an, own, it's an experience in itself, because I can when you make art, you do you. Do you. So whatever feels like, uh, whatever feels right for you, do it. You say it. Nobody's entitled to tell you what to do because that is your art. An art is personal. But the moment that you share that to the world, of course, it won't be personal anymore. People will scrutinize you, people will probably critic you, judge you. But that depends on how they see your art. And that's okay. Because art is, again, it's not imposing. And if it has a different take, if it has a different definition to other people, then that's their definition. It's not your definition. But we need to respect that, that thin line between what you want to say and what others 
understood the things you said. And that's okay. And we need, and we need, and we should learn to accept that fact. And there are uh, sometimes there are things that we cannot cannot force onto people. They have different takes with your poetry, with your painting, or with your story. We let it be. Because although we have a fundamental foundation, which is your interpretation, others with different experiences, vast experiences, and different ways of life, they will really understand it differently from, from their own perspective, from their vantage point. So if sometimes it's, um, it digresses or it goes beyond or less with what you have expected, so be it. Because that's how they, they understood it. And that's, again, Thank you.